We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, you're listening to The Mark Milton Show with The Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by STLTaxLawyer.com. We are so glad to have with us as our next guest, the pride of Eureka, Missouri, former NHL star, former New New Jersey Devil and St. Louis Blue, Cam Jansen. Cam, welcome to the program. What's up, buddy? What's Not much. On? How are you? I'm good, man. I, uh, I'm cruising over to my parents' house. Going to go see the dogs. They'll probably make me something to eat. And then I'm going to go do my show and do a podcast. Sweet. Uh, but uh, go ahead. No, no, that's awesome. Yeah, you're also the co-host of the Cam and Strick podcast that you can find on Apple iTunes. Uh, one of the leading hockey podcasts in all of America. Really, North America, right? Yeah, probably the world, actually, to be honest with you, hockey podcast-wise. Yeah, we're top five in pretty much every category. Uh, but, yeah, so been doing a lot of that. I skated last night with the alumni, Miltsy. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, and, and I haven't done it in a, a, a month and a half, and I was so god-awful, it actually made me depressed. Well, you know who also skated this week on Monday night was uh, yours truly. Mark Milton did his second week of uh, adult learn-to-play at Brentwood. Um it was really a, a, a breakthrough session, Cam. Um, I, I actually did some backward skating, um, so you would have you would have been proud. I'll tell you this right now with you: <laughs> you're a big boy, and if I saw you cruising around in warm ups back in junior when no one I had any idea who anybody was really, because you can't just look them up. Sure. And I saw you, I would be like, I might have to fight this dude. He looks <laughs> like one of the heavies, and uh, but then when I see you skate. You probably skate like Bambi. So here's the deal, though. Don't, I, I got I to call you out on this. And, and, and anybody else that's getting an adult learn to play at a, at a later age, which I respect and I like, but you told me that you didn't wear a jock. And I almost came through the, the phone and smacked you right in your face. And I'm going to speak for your wife, too. Put that jock on, dude, because if you get hit in the wrong spot, it's going to ruin you for a long time. You're right. Trust you're right. Me. I did get one, actually. Uh, I do have the cup now because I'll tell you what. Sometimes when you're out there, you can kind of become a little distracted or oblivious, and guys are ripping shots. Yeah. And uh, there is a pretty good chance you could take one right in the right in the growing. Smash, welcome back. Just, just rejoining us nice here. Nice to be here. I just uh, experienced a brutality that was near the ferocity of one Cam Jansen on the ice. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh yeah, I'm, he did I'm some. Uh, to un- think of that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to go clean out his pipes, and if you need your pipe cleaned out, be sure to call our sponsor, Bright House Plumbing, BrightHouseCo.com. Cam, no, it, what's funny is, um, you know, I skated a little bit as a kid, but I mean, this whole hockey thing is a new experience. I mean, it it takes a lot of coordination to not only be able to skate, to handle the puck, all that, and to your point, keep your head up because there are times where I'm out there and I'm thinking to myself. Jesus, if I was in a game, yeah. I'm just literally like I'm staring at the puck as I'm kind of trying to work it. Yeah. I mean, I would just get yeah. totally yeah. just blindsided by somebody like well, you. That's what's that's how you're gonna get hurt, dude. Like yeah. you, because those guys out there, they're just like, ooh, their heads are down, and they're, sometimes you'll pick up some speed, and if you collide with somebody, like that's the worst because you're not expecting it, you can't brace. So you're gonna do that a couple times, man. And here's another thing too: the high sticks are gonna be out. So you better wear a cage as well, man, because you don't want to take one right to the choppers and have to go sit in a dentist and get your teeth pulled yeah. out, and you have to go through That's that right. hell. So I'm telling you, man, That's there's right. a lot that goes. We need to sit down and have another segment one of these days so I can tell you the do's and don'ts 
that you're going to experience starting to play hockey. Well, so, and we, we are required to wear cages. And, and this is something I do not understand about hockey players. I hope you can explain this. Why would they not wear the glass shield? You know, I mean, they make the cages that are clear. Yeah. Like, why not wear that? I don't understand why hockey players don't wear You can't masks. see the puck better, dude. Because, look, I, I hated it, too. I because we, I was grandfathered in. I was one of the last guys that, well, like right now, Ryan Reeves, Ryan O'Reilly are the last guys that are going to be able to wear a no visor. Everybody else is wearing visors. They weren't juniors. They wear it, you know, you cage until you get to juniors and you're able to wear a visor. But so you know, the reason why the older old school cats like myself don't like it is because man, if you look down, like you can't see the puck well and. and it, sometimes you have to push them up. You have to put them all the way down. Not to mention when you're, whenever I got hit, that that visor would come down and crack my nose open all the damn time. Oh, oh wow. my god, and my teeth and my lips. Because think about it, I go 100 miles an hour. I try to get a guy. I hit. I miss it. I miss him. I hit the glass. That thing shatters my cheekbone, man. So like little things like that. Yeah, if you block a shot and you get hit, you get hit there. It'll, it'll save your eye. I get that. But that's. I'm just giving you the reason why. A lot of guys didn't like it. You know, talking about uh, helmets, uh, to use the term, uh, I've been trying to talk him into wearing a helmet like the Humongous in the Mad Max series. Remember, Humongous had his full helmet on, and nothing the, could hurt the head of the Humongous. I, I want to be, if, if he's a guy I'm thinking of, I want to be him for Halloween. Does he wear the Jason mask, and he's got the chains, and he's got, like, the underwear with the boots that's jacked? Close. Okay. <laughs> well, I remember, you know, as as growing up, I remember Craig McTavish was like one of the last guys that didn't even wear a helmet. I mean, he was wow. grandfathered oh. in back then. I mean, that's just like insane to me to not wear when, a helmet when at I all. First, when I first started talking hockey at DC 101, I had a guy named Rod Langway and Craig yeah. Laughlin. They would come in all the time, and Craig would wear a helmet, but Roddy wouldn't wear a helmet, man, and he just used to come in all battered and everything, man. It was Wild. Yeah. Well, I haven't fallen yet, thank God. I also don't take a lot of risks. Yeah. No, I've I take it pretty easy out there. I don't do. Like, I, I push you on purpose, man. <laughs> Did you just say you haven't fallen yet? No. That's what he said? No, I haven't. Then you haven't even skated yet. Yeah, well, that's the go. thing. So I almost did last week. I got a good laugh out of some of these guys, and they're all pretty much beginners. But some have been doing this for a couple of years. I tried to do a slap shot. Which is, looks a lot easier than it sounds oh, to kind of kind of wind up, and I oh, ended up kind of topping the puck, and then I almost fell. But oh, as coordinated oh, coordinated as I am, I was able to stay dude, on my feet. You gotta film this, man. And like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Like tag the podcast and tag your sponsors because they'll get a lot of views. Yeah, so I prefer to stick you. with the wrist shots. I'm pretty good yeah. at just flicking the puck when yeah. when necessary. Yeah, you gotta be careful though. And all in all honesty, we talked about this, man. You know, I told you, put shoulder pads on because you're going to fall and you're going to fall into the boards, man, and you're going to hit your AC joint. Yeah. And I just, there's just so many little things that you can hurt yourself <laughs> doing, dude. But you better wear every single piece of padding you possibly can. Yeah. I did yeah, add the I shoulder pads that. this week, but per his okay, advice. Cool. I was told by another guy not to wear shoulder pads, and then I get there and everyone had shoulder pads. Oh, so better. I did. Who who told you that? My buddy who? Bill Ravensburg. He's a pretty hard nosed uh, hockey <laughs> no, guy. Man, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Did he, <laughs> did he play? He did, yeah. 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 Bill. He's falling into the boards 100 miles an hour. No way, dude. And he also told me, now. he also told me you can't wear another man's name on the back of your jersey because I was going to wear my old TJ Oshie jersey. Jersey, um, but it didn't fit over my pads. So. Yeah, you wear you wear that to the game. I guess, hey, hey, Cam, hey, Cam. Yeah, go ahead. You know what we need to do, man? When he plays his first real game, 
Me and you got to be in the stands and just boo negatives at him all game long to let him know what it feels like to be actually on the ice and hate it at the same time. You know, I'm going to look you up and then find out, like, the, your dirty laundry. And I'm going to yell that at you when you're sitting in a penalty box. Like, you know, like they, those fans are so hardcore, man. And some of these rinks, I know. Philly, I Chicago. Them. I've been there. You know, Montreal. Oh, Montreal, you don't understand what they're saying, but they are so hardcore. And they will find little things that you maybe you did, like the big superstars that had, like, a little beef back in the day or maybe yeah. got, like, this, that, and the other. They'll yeah. dig at you so bad. And that was old school days. Now you're getting dug at on Twitter yeah. and Facebook and everything. So it's, it's, you know, in that sense, it's harder for the guys. But you know what? If you don't want to look at Facebook, you, you don't have to, but you're still going to see it anyway because you can't. It's just everywhere now. Talk talk about the chirping that goes on during an NHL game because I know you're one of the, the legendary chirpers of all time. Um, how, how personal does it get? And, I mean, does it, does it stay personal? I mean, what if you end up, you know, getting traded to a team where you used to, you know, basically hate the other guy? I always find that fascinating about hockey. It's kind of a, unlike any other sport. Never hated a guy, man. I never had beef with anybody. Uh, I mean, outside of what that particular moment in the game would be, afterwards, I'd be like, what's up? Even if I knocked a guy out with a with kind of a dirty hit. I remember one time I hit a guy, <laughs> oh, we're playing Washington. And I back check and kill this kid. And then this young rookie grabs me and I pump him so bad. And I get booted out of the game. I get a five game. But when I get booted out of the game, I remember some of the Washington Capitals players were yelling at me and stuff. And I, I went in the room and I apologized to the kid, this, that, and the other. But after that, like, man, all, no hard feelings. No hard feelings when I hurt Thomas Caberlet, things like that. But as far as the chirping is concerned, man, like guys will – I was good at chirping because I, I play it like this. I'm a fourth-line guy. I, I didn't score goals. I didn't do it, but I was tough and I was scary. So I was able to like make fun of myself while chirping them, kind of like what Eminem did in Eight Mile at the end <laughs> when he just makes fun of himself so bad to where you have no more, you have nothing. What are you going to say to me? I know I suck, but you, though, you're overpaid, and I heard your teammates don't like you. That's just a rumor. I heard, you <laughs> say, I heard your teammates don't like you. That will, oh, that's a hard one to get over. What are you going to say back to me? You know, like, yeah. you suck. Well, your teammates don't like you, man. I, I don't care how much money you got. Like, uh, just little things like that, dude. But Stevie Ott was really good as well. I was going to say, of the current too. Blues, and uh, actually, Steve, Steve Ott is actually the assistant coach for my five-year-old son's oh, Mini-Mites really? Mini -Mites team. Yeah, really? his son Maverick. With Maverick? Yeah, Maverick's on, they're on the same team. Um, oh, it's He's great. I mean, Maverick's, you know, really amazing skater for, you know, his age and um, tough as hell. I mean, Maverick gets out there and I mean, he's just like a little Steve Ott. I mean, he'll grab guys yeah. and he'll throw down these five-year-olds on the ice. Um, See, it's pretty I saw, entertaining. I saw a video of him. I, somebody sent me a video on Instagram of Maverick. Like, he's <laughs> up this kid. And if you look at him and you look at Stevie, and I remember playing against Stevie. I played with him in juniors, and I remember staring in his eyes. And he's got that psycho, eye, right? <laughs> and I'm not saying that, but I'm saying he's got that kind of crazy look to him that Maverick has in a good way, in a great way. Right. And he's just got that look that he's going to get you. Well, just you know, energy. I, I mean, I mean, it's amazing. Steve Ott will be on. You know, he'll be out on the West Coast uh, with the Blues, and he'll be there at 8 a.m. for the kids' practice. You know, oh. when he can. I mean, I just I have the utmost respect for him. I mean, he gets out there with the kids. He worked with Fred for like an hour one week. I mean, Fred really didn't know how to hardly, hardly skate, and he's taking him uh, taking him around the rink and showing him you Fred's know, how to Fred's skate. Fred's your son. Aww. Fred's my son, I yeah. So it, I have man. like nothing but great things to say about him. Who, I mean, who, who are the other chirpers right now, the Blues? Like who's the guy 
you don't want to mess with on the, on the current Blues roster? Well, I mean, look, there's not many guys in the league right now that really scare anybody, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, well, I said the two biggest guys in the league right now, not Reaver, Tom Wilson's still up there, and maybe a couple other tough guys at Cruz, but the two scariest guys in the league right now who chirp the most, who, would, who would, will be the most terrifying, they're going to make $100 million each. Who do you think they are? I'm quizzing you two on that. Go ahead. I would say ahead. Chara still is in that category. Mm-hmm. Would he be? No. No, scary? Not, not, no. Uh-huh. There's, there's two guys. Is, uh, they, it, ma- they might be brothers. Is is Twister still playing? To Chuck. The to Chuck boys. <laughs> the to Chuck boys. The to Chuck boys. Yeah. Really? They the Flying are, Cavalini they, I'm brothers. I'm telling you this. Yeah. Those two kids are the scariest guys in the NHL right now. They are mean. They'll slash you. They'll elbow you. They'll beat you up, and then they'll score the game-winning goal. And yeah, then, then, they'll make a, then they'll make a few million a year. I would love to see those guys back in St. Louis. Wouldn't that be cool if they somehow ended up on the Blues? Oh, my God, yeah, but, I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's possible. Know, I don't who know the that's... hell would get rid of them? Why would you get rid of them? The, they, they are so crazy. They torture people. They are bullies in a good – a bully on the ice is different than bullying at the school, okay? You know, there's difference. Like, you want to be that bully in front of the net, get it out of the zone, talk crap. You want to go? I'll fight all you guys, and I'll, I'll fight the, the the kid that's five six. I don't care. We're all in this league, and I'm the big boy. That's their attitude, and it's unbelievable. Well, talking with uh, Cam over here, Cam, I'm just thinking. You're talking about looking in the eyes of an opponent, and I'm just thinking to myself, you could tell that by the eyes which way that guy was going to be shifting, or whatever the case may be. You ever look into the eyes of a, a guy, and he has a lazy eye, and you didn't know whether he was going to the left or the right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Oh, right. I'll be like, are you talking to me, or are you talking behind me? Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Hey, I tell you what, I got hit so hard one time. Yeah, that I thought my eye didn't correct itself for a while. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, and I'm like, oh my god, and I'm, like, and I'm like, is it gonna go back? And finally, it did. It was, it was really weird. It was like a wow. full night where it just was, it was like staggering. And I'm like, oh my god. So yeah, that was scary, but. Man, there's some dudes, I'm just telling you, and Twister's one of them. You know Twister. I love Twister. You, you, oh, he is. Gosh, I Didn't love Didn't you guys have a show so together? Yeah, yeah man. It was yeah. the, the best, yeah, the best show. The best show. It's awesome. Yep. And he is. I, we we uh, interviewed him out, out in his house, but Twister is by one of those guys. Well, he's uh, giving you that look, and he still yeah. has that look, yeah. and it will never go away. He right is up. pure badass through and through. Yep. That's awesome. I well, let's talk guy. about the Blues. I actually was fortunate to get to go to the game last Saturday night uh, against the Sharks at nice. the Enterprise Center. And I got to tell you, I mean, it's just in a kind of a weird atmosphere to be in. And I imagine as a player, you can imagine just it, – it's got to be hard to kind of get up for a game when you, even at, when you're playing at home, you just don't have that full crowd there with the real you know crowd yeah. noise. What's your take on kind of the current atmosphere at, at NHL games right now? Well, I haven't been to one, and I don't want to go. Yeah, I'd rather watch at home. I, can I be honest with you guys? Sure. I, don't. I, talk, I, I can talk hockey. I do all this stuff. But am I that interested in hockey right now as a whole? Not really. I'm just not. I'm not interested uh-huh. in really any sport right now, although yeah. I watch it and I ha- you talk about it. I watch the Blues. Really, I watch NHL. I, you know, I, I'm up to date on everything. But am I enjoying it like I used to? No. I'm with and you it, on that. I'm, I really I'm not, am. I'm yeah. with you. I, I just feel like with COVID, everyone ex- expected sports to come back and everybody would be, like, so pumped to watch it. And, like, I don't. I used to watch the NBA. Don't really watch it anymore. Yeah. Even baseball last season, it was hard to watch. I just didn't get into worst. it. But you that know, what, but you know what, what's good is Cam, because I know Cam. 
Cam, at the end of this winter and things break and has the lovely weathers out there, he'll get back to his croquet game, and you can't beat <laughs> oh. that guy. You can't beat that guy on the lawn. No way. I'll tell you this. I'm getting in a golf, baby. That's oh, right. Really? He's living on St. Albans now, right? Really? I'm not playing. That's my jam now. I still skate with the boys, but I'm golfing. I want to. I want to be. I want to be to a point where I could just go out and just compete, and then be able to enjoy it. And yeah, I'm yeah. not going to score. I don't care about being great. I just want to be able to compete and enjoy myself. And if yeah. you're terrible, you don't enjoy yourself, and no one wants to golf with you. Right. But I don't want to be off topic on that. No, no. Talking I love about- talking golf. You know, I love golf, and yeah. I, I find it fascinating how many great NHL players turn into great golfers. I know oh. Brett Hall's one of them. Yeah. Hanger. Yeah. Panger's really good. Panger's like top ten of all ex NHL guys. I just ha- and, and Dan Quinn, who played for the Blues too, back in the day for a cup of coffee here, who played nine hundred NHL games, is one of the, he was a pro golfer right right when he retired. He was playing so much golf when he was playing hockey, and also he was making more money at like the beginning of his career playing golf, and then he was making good money at the NHL. Then he started playing golf right when he retired. He made really good money, and he's one of the top ten. Uh, retired hockey guys too. We just had him on the podcast, but he said Panger's up there. But well, when Wayne cool Gretzky, sport. son-in-law Dustin Johnson, which is pretty cool. I know that they've been in town. Uh, you know, Dustin Johnson comes into yeah. St. Louis every now and then to to hang out with them, which is pretty cool. And, he, and Gretzky's obviously a, he's played in the oh, pro ams yeah. with him and, and whatnot, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, anytime Dustin Johnson's around and Paulina's around, all eyes are on. I must be completely. You know, that's a trifecta right there. Dustin Johnson, Paulina, and Wayne cruising around together. Good lord. I will say, last Saturday, I love those uh, the retro red uh, jerseys they were sporting. Those are pretty oh, cool. I might have to get one of those with my, you know, get that, that Milton eighty five cruise around to learn. You would play. do, you would do that, you would do that, and you would wear a jock, and you wouldn't wear a shoulder pad, and you cruise around and you toe pick right on that jersey, and you go right into the boards, <laughs> and hopefully somebody be filming. It. I'll tell you what's upsetting is like me, me and my buddy uh, Sean Murphy. He's doing it with me. He was the one who suggested we we do this because we both have sons. Play the hockey. Yeah, we both have sons doing mini mites. We both sit there and practice. And we're like, man, I wish we could, like knew how to play. Like it'd be cool. It looks like so much fun. And the thing that sucks is it goes from nine thirty to eleven, and all we want to do is go to OBs afterwards and get beers. We're right there, but because yeah. of COVID, they're freaking shut down, yeah, right. and we can't do it. Yeah. I'm just so yeah. sick of this crap. We got to open up. It needs to, everything needs to open. I'm sorry. Oh man, it's it, it, here's the, we, we go back to uh, you know you going to. I was going to ask you though. I haven't been. I told you. Like, I don't want to go there if I can't mingle with people and stuff, man. I, I'd rather just watch it at home. No, it's not worth it. It's right. not worth it's it. It's not worth it. And so 2,000 people there, it's like, what? It's like, what? Here's a question, Tom Stillman. When, can, when is it to a point where you're spending all this money on the players, guys are injured, so now you're going to double dip and pay even more guys probably just to be – you know, uh, competitive because we have so many injuries. So that doesn't mean you're not paying the guys. Remember, you're you're spending all this money, and you have two th- literally two thousand people there. That does nothing. It probably costs them more money to even open it up to have two thousand people there than to, you, what, what they're going to make. So I don't know where I know the NHL is probably helping out these teams, but when's when's the breaking point? Right. When is right. Tom saying, okay, I'm not a billionaire. I have my my crew right in front of me that from St. Louis. There's only so much we could do. There's only so much money we have. Yeah. How? When can we get people in here? At ten thousand at least. Like, 
is it not spread out enough for that? I just, I don't know, man. I don't know the answer to that, but there's got to be a bowling point soon. Well, and just one more point about the game experience. I mean, it was just ridiculous. They showed a video of like do's and don'ts while you're at the game. And they showed a couple sitting there with their masks on. And this is like, you know, make sure your mask is covering your face. And then they also showed the guy eating a cheeseburger. And what he did is he had to take his mask off, take the bite, put the mask back on and chew his burger. I'm like, are you kidding me? How this- are the people there? How, how, okay, how are the, the, Max, uh, masks, uh, what's the word? Uh, were they wearing them? You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they were enforcing it. Um, you couldn't wear gaiters. That was, a, that was one thing. And, and, um, you also had to, uh, you know, keep it on at all times. And they, and they, they dismissed you like you're at a freaking wedding at the end. They came up to each row individually and said, it's your turn to turn to leave. Uh, I, I mean, it was it. just, I, it just I, and I, I got to go I, to the Billikens <laughs> game. It's the same thing. It's like, this isn't fun. I mean, yeah. this I know. That's it's not fun. That's the thing, and and I get it. Okay, I, look, I understand safety. For, I I understand that I'm trying to do, but it's just like at this point, it's like why would anyone want we want to do that? And I don't want to turn people off to go spend money at the Blues game. Hell, they they, they need it, but it's just like you know, two thousand people. It's just you're sitting there, and the guys are staring at you the whole time if you talk. Like, Girl, sir, put that back <laughs> up. Put your mask. Put it back on. Like, Jesus, okay. Like what? What now? I know. Can I? Can I talk? Can I breathe? Like, what do you want? Ugh. I, I hear you. I, I wouldn't enjoy it, man. So. I hear you. Well, hopefully things will turn around. Maybe you know, spring and, and playoff time, they'll they'll open it up a little bit more. That I think, uh, you know, well, if not, I, I'm with you. I don't see how they. I mean, they're going to lose so much money, um, and with these contracts they have, baseball is the same way. I mean, yeah. baseball um, relies so heavily on that in-game experience, yeah. the concessions, the merchandise, all that. Um, so I really, I, I do think these these franchises are. In a lot of trouble. You're listening to the Mark Millen Show. Cam Jansen, thank you so much. I know you got to run, so we appreciate you joining us here on the Mark Millen Show. You're welcome back anytime. Hopefully, we can uh, yeah. get you in studio sometime. Oh, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll be come great. in studio with you guys. And look, I don't mean to chirp you about your hockey. I love it. <laughs> in all honesty, seriously, if you're at that your age, you got your kids in hockey, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I want to get into it just to be able to like, maybe give my kid one timers and things like that so I can understand the game a little bit more. I, I give you props for that, dude. I really, really do. It's I appreciate awesome it. Sport, it's fun. I really, it really yeah. is. I mean, it's really fun to get out there. And like I said, I'm, I'm not a great skater, but, um, you know, putting it all together has been, been a lot of fun. Hopefully I can continue to get better and be more respectable out there. Yeah, you're right. You're not a good skater. All right, <laughs> we'll see you later. All right, Cam, take it easy. <laughs> see you, bye. All right, it's Cam Jansen, former NHL star, St. Louis Blue, New Jersey Devil, uh, instigator, fighter, yeah. uh, tough guy. You don't have a lot of those anymore, it seems like, in the NHL. I think guys like Tony Twist and Kelly Chase, and I put Cam Jansen right up there as oh, yeah, far as blues, blues lore. D- isn't he from Eureka? Eureka, the pride of Eureka. That's that. right. Yeah, if you yeah. go out to Centene, it's really cool, the new Centene Ice Complex yeah. they built um, out in Maryland Heights. They've got a wall of all the uh, you know kids from St. Louis who've gone on to become NHL stars. Really? They've got a picture of him, like Ben Bishop, the goalie, nice. yeah. the Kachuk boys. Who else, Dave? Who am I missing uh, from St. Louis? Kid from Belleville is, uh, they say he's from Chesterfield, but he really grew up in Belleville. Keller? Yeah, Clayton Keller. Clayton he's Keller. dominating oh, really? Arizona. Yeah, he's an all-star. And uh, there's another kid. Is uh, Kachuk's with Arizona, one of them, right? The Kachuk's are with Ottawa and Calgary. Calgary, okay. Brady's with Ottawa, and then Matthew's with Calgary. Yeah, so it's amazing all the NHL yeah. stars we have from St. Louis. And it's only going to continue to grow because... The investment that the St. Louis area is putting into hockey and right. the excitement and the enthusiasm right. 
among young kids is unbelievable. Oh, it's amazing. And then how about Trent Frederick this past week scoring his first career goal with the Boston Bruins? Oh yeah, the pride of Frederick Roofing here in the St. Louis area. He's one of the really? yeah, one of their uh, their kids. It's awesome. So all right, you're listening to the Mark Mill show with the smash, smash. Yay. Um Bright House Plumbing, we mentioned it earlier. Your plumbing issues have been resolved for, for, now. Yeah, for now. Um if you've got plumbing issues at your home, yep. be sure to check out Bright House Plumbing, brighthouseco.com. For all of your plumbing needs, we've talked about them coming out, giving us a new water heater, incredible experience. They can also handle junk removal, power washing, any any sort of odds and ends you need at the house on the, in those regards. Uh, they can take care of it for you. Great service, great prices. They'll take good care of you. Definitely. This is the Mark Millen Show with the Smash. We'll be right back in a second.